Hello and happy Thanksgiving. Welcome to another episode of the Sports Desk Podcast. I am your host, Parker Ballantyne, and this week, because of the holiday, Jacob Nelson isn't able to join me, so it's just going to be me today, so bear with me as we get through this, as we take a look at Utah State and everything going on in, in the conference coming up this week. Um, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Hopefully you are not listening to this on Thanksgiving. Hopefully you're not wasting your holiday time listening to me talk. But if you are, I appreciate it. But hopefully by the time you hear this, it's it's Friday or something like that. But I um, hope everyone is having a, a happy and safe holiday week. And uh, let's take a look at what Utah State has going on. Because it is going to be a huge week for Utah State football. Um, this week is going to be kind of the defining week of Utah State football. I mean, it's easy to say that because it's the, the final week of college football. But... Uh, this week is make or break more than anyone thought it would be at this time in the season, um, leading up into uh, leading up to this time. So we'll take a look at that. We will take a look at basketball. There are some really really brutal opponents on the horizon for Utah State basketball that are coming up pretty soon, um, and then we will uh, we'll, we'll talk about that going in uh, going forward. We'll look at where the conference is at as well in, in football and basketball. So um, before we get into that, just a quick correction on last week's show um or the monday morning show of this week in my praise to justin bean i got a little bit ahead of myself i called him i think mr triple double and talked about how he's been picking up triple doubles and i meant obviously to say double doubles um so no he's not a triple double machine at least not yet he is however a double double machine and an additional correction going on that same vein is he actually has missed one double-double this season. I, I said that he has gotten a double-double every game this season. He missed it once. There was there was one game where he only got seven rebounds. So, um, so there's that. Just a quick correction on last week. He still is a double-double machine and is still just as amazing as I said. I uh, just wanted to correct some of the numbers right there. Moving on to Utah State football. Let's talk football, then we'll go basketball. So Utah State football is playing New Mexico, in New Mexico. They're back in back in the land of enchantment, this time in Albuquerque rather than Las Cruces, and this time playing a conference game rather than a midseason non-conference game. This game will be much more important than the previous time we were in New Mexico just a few weeks ago. Although hopefully it goes about the same way. Hopefully there are some similarities in the way we play this game. If Utah State wins this game, there's a really good chance that they are playing in the Mountain West Championship game this year. If they lose, there is an exactly 0% chance they'll be playing in the Mountain West Championship game, which is fine. Um, they will still be bowl eligible and playing in a bowl, which will be fantastic. Um, at this point in the season... It is impossible to say this football season has been anything other than a delight and a surprise and a success. Successful season, 100% all the way down. Um, it could certainly become more successful with a win here. And if things play out, um, playing in the championship game, winning that championship game would be a monumental milestone for the program. Um, and that's not exaggerating. That might be putting it lightly. Winning conference championships is extremely difficult to do. That's why only one team does it every year out of 12. And it, it should not be taken lightly ever. But compared to what we had last year and what, what happened last year on the football field and off the football field, frankly, if Utah State 
plays in and wins that championship game, it would be a monumental achievement for this team, the coaching staff, the student body. That being said, a championship game is not necessary for this season to be a massive success and a monumental achievement for this team, the coaching staff, and for the student body. I believe that's already happened. I think that probably happened four or five games ago, or at least two or three games ago. Once we became bowl eligible, guaranteeing that we would be above 500 on the year, or at least in the regular season, I think that is when this season became a huge and surprising success. Everything after that has just been a continuation of that. And there are a lot of people out there that think that happened after our, our fourth win in, in Vegas against UNLV because we were only supposed to get three wins. And so regardless, this season has been great. And it's been fantastic and has been tremendous. And the team has been great and the coaching staff has been great and the students have been great and the fans have been great. We have a chance this week to kind of, I think, define ourselves as a team. So far this season, Utah State has lost three games. Prior to the Wyoming game, we had lost two. Prior to the Wyoming game, we had not lost a game that we were supposed to win all year long. We lost two games back-to-back, both at home, Boise State, BYU, week in, week out. Then we had a bye. Prior to those three losses, by the way, we won three straight with a win in Pac-12 country and a win against Air Force on the road. And then we lost two. Those two games we were supposed to lose. And at the time, we had won two games that we weren't supposed to win. We were supposed to lose against Washington State. We were supposed to lose against Air Force. And so up until the point where we lost to Wyoming, we had not lost the game that we were supposed to lose. In fact, we had gone out and we had won games that we were not supposed to win. I mentioned Washington State. I mentioned Air Force. But continuing on, we were not supposed to beat Colorado State. And quite frankly, we probably shouldn't have, but we did. And we were not really supposed to beat San Jose. Maybe at the time we were favored, but preseason certainly not. Wyoming is another one of those games. Preseason, we were probably projected to lose that game. Certainly we were. If you if you look at the, the schedule and try to decide what three wins we were projected to get, Wyoming was not one of them. So certainly at, at the beginning of the season, probably favored to, to lose that game. But what makes this Wyoming game a little bit different is going into that game, we felt like we should have won. We were favored to win. I We, we should have won. I, I think we should have won. I was shocked when we we were getting so handily defeated even at halftime. So that's the first game that we lost that we we really should have won. The one that we look back and think should have had that. Granted, that Boise State game was close for most of the game. It got away from us in the end. And the BYU game, we cut it to seven in the third quarter. It was close. So both of those we had chances, I think, to win. But at the end of the day, those two games are, are not bad losses. Wyoming could be. We were supposed to beat Wyoming. And so moving on from that game, it's going to be interesting to see how our team reacts. Is this going to break them or are they going to be able to bounce back? I think they're going to be able to bounce back. I think they'll be fine. But if you look at the schedule, we have never lost a game and then come back and won the following week. When we lost to Boise, we lost the following week to BYU. And then instead of playing the following week, we had a bye. And after that bye, by the way, we came out and almost lost to UNLV, one of the worst teams in the conference, bottom three probably. So I don't know that we've really seen this team bounce back from a loss. I mean, it's it's a good problem to have because we haven't lost that many times. 
But prior to the Wyoming game, or looking at the season, uh, according to all available data, every time we lose a game, 50% of the time we lose the following game. Our first loss, Boise State, we lost the following game. BYU, our second loss, we won the following game. We also had a bye week in there. So it is going to be really interesting to see how this team can bounce back. Because I think mentally and in the locker room and in, in the guys' heads, there's two ways that they can take that loss. And, and frankly, they the, the, it matches the narratives that are floating around about the team. One is that Wyoming was a bad loss. It just wasn't Utah State's night. And the guys can bounce back and go get a win in New Mexico. Or the alternative, that loss could get into guys' heads and they could think that they're a fluke, that they shouldn't have won some of those games, that they skated by against Colorado State. They had to come back from behind against New Mexico. Um, they barely beat UNLV in a come-from-behind win. The narrative around this team is that it was a fluke and that they weren't really that good and that it was inflated, they had an easy schedule, all that. I don't think that's true. I don't think the team thinks that's true. But if that's what gets in the heads of the players, we could be in trouble. If, if the players come away from that loss against Wyoming and think, well... It was bound to happen. We're not that good anyways. You know, all, all that. Winning all those games is a fluke. And if this Wyoming game, instead of just a bad loss, becomes a return-to-earth moment, that's a problem. Now, as I've said, I don't think that's true of this team. I don't think that Wyoming is like a return-to-earth moment. I don't think that it was Utah State was skating by, getting all these wins in unreasonable fashion, and that they were on some sort of high, and now they're back to earth, and they're going to lose. I don't think that's true. And I think the team probably thinks that's true. I, I think I think the team probably looks at it the way I do, as this is a really good team that probably overlooked Wyoming. Wyoming came out really hungry. They came out aggressive, and they just won. Utah State just didn't, didn't match the intensity on either side of the ball, and Wyoming just won. That's that's hopefully the mindset of that team because and we, we haven't seen this before. We have we haven't seen a chance we haven't had a chance to watch what this team does after a loss because they've only lost twice. Once they you know, and, and, and let's remember by by the way, you BYU is a really good football team and at the time they were ranked like fifteen in the nation. Thirteen in the nation. So losing to Boise and then turning around and losing to BYU, I'm not I'm not saying that they weren't prepared for that that game or anything like that, or that they have a tendency to get in a three-game rut. I'm just saying, you know, that we, we don't have the sample size. We don't know how this team is going to react because we haven't seen it. They haven't lost enough games, which is a great problem to have, as I said. So all that being said, all, all the emotional and the mental things out of, out of the way, what does New Mexico look like? Well, New Mexico is probably the worst team in the conference. We couldn't have a better game to end the season on and a better game to bounce back. This might feel a lot like losing to BYU and then being able to play UNLV. Hopefully we come out hungrier than we did against UNLV. We got a little bit of a slow start, but we got the win. That's all that matters. Hopefully this team can come out and just really put the beat down on New Mexico and get the ship right and be fine. New Mexico is not a good team. New Mexico is currently 3-8 and eight on the season, 1-6 and six in conference, and at the very, very bottom of the division. So it would not be... It is not out of the question that Utah State should just really blow these guys up on the road to finish the season. New Mexico's only conference win, ironically, came to Wyoming, who they beat quite convincingly, 14-3. to 
their only other two wins on the entire season came to New Mexico State, a team that we also beat. New Mexico only beat them 34 to 25. We beat them 35 to 13. Their other win was their season opener against Houston Baptist, who they beat 27 to 17. So New Mexico is just not a good team this year. They're just a program that is in a rut. They're having some down seasons. If you remember back to the to last year, the, the year we don't like to think about very often, that was our only win. On Thanksgiving Day against New Mexico with Andrew Peasley under center. At home. That's the only game that I really like to remember last year. And that's the only game we won. There's no way reasonably or logically that New Mexico should win this game. That's just... That's just the facts. If you just look at the teams, according to ESPN's matchup predictor, Utah State has an 80% chance to win this game. And keep in mind, ESPN's matchup predictor has been super cool on the Aggies all year. So they, they've kind of like undershot on Utah State, and they have an 80% shot to win it, just according to ESPN's matchup predictor. Utah State should just fair and square win this game. The only way Utah State doesn't win this game is... Injuries, which are part of the game, they they happen. You never wish them on anybody. As far as I know, the team is pretty healthy. There's been a lot of questions about Logan Bonner. I'll get to those in a minute. But um, that or, you know, Utah State just doesn't get right. And New Mexico comes out and wants to end on a win. And Utah State has a really, really bad night on the same night that New Mexico has the night of their lives. And that's how, that's how Utah State can lose this game. So assuming Utah State wins this game, or if they win this game, let's look at what else has to happen in the conference for Utah State to be playing in the Mountain West Championship game because we've talked about how it's still more likely than not because all that has to happen is everything has to run chalk. So let's run through the entire conference, or at least the the five teams that still could be playing in the Mountain West Championship game and how they could all get there. There's three teams in the running in the mountain. There's two teams in the west. The three teams in the mountain division are the Air Force Falcons, the Boise State Broncos, the Utah State Aggies. On the western division, it's the Fresno State Bulldogs and the San Diego State Aztecs. Those are the only five teams that could play, and it could be any any combination of west versus mountain. What needs to happen for each team is this. Air Force will play in the Mountain West Championship game if Air Force, Boise State, and Utah State all win. Because that, what that would do is create a three-way tie between those three teams, Boise State, Utah State, and Air Force, which Air Force would win because the tiebreaker in a three-way tie is division record. All of our losses, all of our conference losses, rather, have been in the division. That's not true of, of Boise and Air Force. Both of them have losses to the West Division. So in a three-way tie... Air Force wins. I think we're actually the only team in the Mountain Division that, that beat Air Force. So they would win that way. Or if Air Force wins and Utah State loses, that would be enough to move Air Force back over the Aggies. No need for a tiebreaker because they would just be ahead of us. They would play. Boise State clinches the Mountain Division. If Boise State wins, they're playing San Diego State as a reminder. And if Utah State loses to New Mexico. Quite frankly, that <laughs> I, I just don't know that that's likely. I think that's really unlikely. 
Utah State clinches the Mountain Division if, as we've talked about, Utah State wins and Boise State loses to San Diego State. In that case, San Diego State would be hosting the Mountain West Championship game. We've talked about it. After a loss to Wyoming, there's no way for us to host the game. It's just not happening. Fresno could still get in. If Fresno State wins, San Diego State loses. At that point, they'd be playing most likely Boise because that would mean Boise wins and allows Utah State and Air Force both win, creating a tie, then they would play Air Force. But if Fresno gets in, if they win and San Diego loses, San Diego gets in if San Diego State wins or Fresno loses. So San Diego State could still get in on a loss if Fresno also loses. But at that point, Boise would be winning because San Diego State has to lose to somebody. Boise would win. They'd beat us. We'd be out. Boise would be playing Fresno. So there's no way for us to play Fresno. The only team we could possibly play is San Diego State in San Diego. That's the only scenario for us. Air Force and Boise, they have other scenarios that could happen. There's no way for us to play against Fresno, in Fresno, in Logan, anything. We, If we play this game, we'll be in San Diego against the Aztecs. That's the only way we can get there because San Diego has to beat the Broncos. And then we're in. So that's what that's what the conference looks like right now in football. That's what we have to do. That's what everybody else has to do. Honestly, the most likely to me still seems like San Diego State, Utah State. Because I really think Utah State wins. I really think San Diego State wins. I just don't see I, I just don't see that not happening. And honestly, the second most likely scenario to me seems like Air Force. I, I don't think Boise has a path, because Boise would have to win a game that they're not supposed to win. But then Air Force would have to lose as well. And Air Force is playing UNLV. So I think it's more likely that Air Force wins. And if Air Force wins, Boise's out. Then if Utah State loses, then it it would be Air Force. And if Utah State wins, then it's us. So I think it's going to be Utah State still. There's a chance that Boise State wins. Boise State's a good football team. But I think it's going to be Utah State in the championship game. And I do think we're going to be playing San Diego State. I just do. I think I think that's the most likely in the West Division. For, for Fresno State to get in, they would need to beat San Jose State and San Diego State would have to lose to Boise. I don't think both of those are going to happen. I think Fresno probably beat San Jose. That game probably... They, they probably do their part. Win the Valley Trophy. But I just don't think San Diego State's going to fall to Boise. It's possible, for sure. But that's how I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to be San Diego State, Utah State, in San Diego for the championship game. Then it's bowl season. Quick note on Logan Bonner. I'll make it quick because I don't have any information other than what I saw with my own two eyes at the game. I haven't heard anything. Um, Logan Bonner was definitely beat up this past game. He was really, really beat up. I'm not sure why he was in... For so long, it seemed like the game was out of hand in the third quarter, and he was slow to get up. He was, I mean, he's a tough, tough kid. We've talked about it all year long. He's one of, he's one of the toughest kids in, <laughs> I've ever seen, the toughest kid in the conference. But he was just taking a beating back there. There are multiple times where his line would have to pick him up off the ground, and I don't mean, like, grabbing him by the hand and helping him up. I mean, there was times where, Two linemen would grab him by the shoulder pads, front and back or side to side, pick him up by the shoulder pads, and hoist him to his feet. That happened multiple times. When Logan Bonner went out, it was that same thing. A couple linemen picked him up off the ground, got him to his feet, and Logan Bonner took 
couple steps. And this is what I'm seeing from the sideline. Um, he just takes a couple steps to get to the line of scrimmage, slow steps, um, and then stops and begins to stumble, goes down um, in what seemed like a controlled fall. I don't, I don't think he like lost consciousness, not from what I could see. It wasn't that he passed out and fell, um, but he definitely stumbled and uh, and went to the ground. The training staff came out, took a look at him. He came out of the game, peacefully came in and, and finished. That was late in the fourth, and I haven't heard anything since. That's what I saw, and here's what I know. Logan Bonner is one of the toughest kids. He's been taking a beating in the backfield all year long, and that stuff just happens. I don't think he should have been in that long, but I also think he's probably just going to be fine. So I'd be surprised if he isn't starting. I haven't heard otherwise. I haven't heard that there's any concussion or uh, bone breakage or any anything torn. I haven't heard anything. So I'm assuming just from what I know, from what I've seen from the kid, he's a tough kid. He's probably fine. It was probably just literally too much for his body to handle last game because he was getting uh, he's getting hit pretty hard. So hope he's all right. I hope I'm right that he's going to be fine. We'll see soon enough on Friday. Um, that's all I have. So I, I, I just don't know. I've been getting that question a lot. Do we have anything on Bonner? No, we don't. I have no idea. So hope he's all right. I'm sure he will be. Let's talk hoops. Let's look at Utah State's schedule. I mentioned that we have something scary brewing on the horizon. And it is the West Coast Conference back-to-back games that we're going to have to play. St. Mary's and BYU back-to-back might be two of the biggest games all season long. And I hesitate to say that, but I'm I'm serious as well. Basketball is not like football. Um, the conference is still weighted more heavily, and also we have really, really good teams in the conference. I mean, the, there's, there's not really a set of games more important than the two San Diego State games. Those San Diego State is a national brand. They have national respect. They're always good. I mean, those, those are probably the most important games. San Diego State, we got Colorado State, which will be, you know, they'll be in the top 25 for a, a lot of this year. Um, you know, the, the, the Mountain West is loaded in basketball, so there's a lot of important games in the conference. Um... But possibly the two most important games outside of the conference, certainly the two most important games out of the conference, or at least two of the three or four, St. Mary's and BYU. Those games are huge. St. Mary's is, we play them first, we play them at home, and we play them on December 2nd. So that's coming up here just next week, and you need to have that circled on your calendar. Because that game's going to be a huge one, and you're not going to want to miss it. You guys got to get to that game. That one's going to be huge. St. Mary's is currently 6-1 with a really impressive resume. Right after that, we go and play a BYU team that is currently ranked 18th in the nation, and they are 5-0 right now. They are undefeated. Let's look at St. Mary, Mary's resume. <clears throat> let's, let's look at St. Mary's resume first, and then we'll get over to BYU. We're just doing these in the order that they show up on the schedule. St. Mary's has two really, really notable wins right now. They beat Notre Dame, and then they beat Oregon in back-to-back games. Now, Oregon's a great basketball team. They're not ranked, and they weren't ranked at the time that St. Mary's beat them, only because BYU got to them first, and BYU beat them last week and just blew the doors off of that team. BYU humiliated the Ducks. So maybe the Ducks aren't as good as we thought. They're a good team. That's a huge resume builder. It's a Big win for St. Mary's, and so 6-1, and one, their only loss right now is to Wisconsin. They play UC Riverside, and then they play us. So we're going to get to see a really, really good team, a team that 
at the time might be ranked when they get to Logan. We'll see. I wouldn't be surprised if they're ranked at some point this season, but a great, great St. Mary's team. One of the better St. Mary's teams I think that we've had in a long time, and they'll be playing in Logan, so it'll be fun. Directly after that, we have BYU. The Cougars are currently 5-0. and They beat Oregon at the time they were a top team in the nation. They were 12th in the country. They also beat San Diego State, one of our, our good friends in the conference. They beat them 66-60. By the way, that, that Oregon game, the score was 81-49. to Not even close. Oregon just, yeah, they, they got blown out, um, quite frankly. Um, so BYU, really good team in the top in the country. They will be ranked when we play them in Provo. These games are huge opportunities for Utah State. If they can split these, go 1-1, one and one. if they could go 2-0, and oh, that would be amazing for the program. That would be huge. So BYU, uh, they play Utah on Saturday. They play UVU. Then they play Missouri State and then us. So St. Mary's just has the one game. BYU has, has a few. They have Utah, UVU, Missouri State, then us. And those are not our next games, but they're certainly coming up. Our next two games are at home. They're UT Arlington and Carroll College. Be there. And then we get into the, the West Coast Conference Gauntlet. So that's what is on the radar for Utah State. That's what's coming up. By the way, Mountain West basketball, as it usually does, is having a great year, at least at the top. The top seven teams in the conference right now are 29-4. and four. By the way, the top seven teams in men's basketball being 29-4 and four, with, by the way, wins against the A-10, the American, the Big 12, the Big East, the Pac-12, and the West Coast Conference. That is just such an indicator that when the Mountain West... Like, the Mountain West is one of the best basketball conferences in the nation. I stand by that. I wrote a piece for the Mountain West Wire just a couple weeks ago about how the Mountain West is generally filled with a lot of parity. Like, most teams are always competing. Um, it's got a strong middle section. Like, you know, you have your top teams that are usually San Diego State. A lot of times it's Nevada. Sometimes it's Utah State. But the middle is so strong. But, man, the Mountain West has some teams that are just, frankly, not good. Um, that kind of year in, year out pull the conference down. Um, uh, San Jose being the, the one that comes to mind. They've just statistically underperformed the rest of their conference. But... This just shows the top teams in the conference are some of the top teams in the country. Right now, the top teams are Air Force, Colorado State, Fresno, New Mexico, San Diego State, Utah State, and Wyoming. UNLV in a normal year would be up there, too. I think year in, year out, there's 8 to 10 teams in the Mountain West that are just really, really good. The teams that aren't included in that top seven... Uh, right now are UNLV, Boise State, Nevada, and San Jose State. Boise State is going to be really good. Nevada is going to be really good. And UNLV should be good usually. So the Mountain West is just going to be a blast this year in basketball. This is going to be awesome. Um, looking at the Mountain West schedule, uh, there's a lot of games. There are some fun ones that have just happened or that are happening soon. Um, Nevada just beat Washington 81-62. to That's a big win for the conference and big for Nevada. Um, today on Thanksgiving Day, we have Georgetown and San Diego State playing at the Paycom Wooden Legacy game. That game is going to be awesome. UAB playing New Mexico as well. And then going into this weekend, we have 
Um, the most notable game probably being UCLA, UNLV. That'll be a fun one for sure. And then Fresno Cal, another Pac-12 Mountain West matchup there. So lots of fun stuff coming up in the conference, um, football and basketball. Let's take a look at the full schedule for Mountain West football because we looked at a lot of the games, I think, through you know looking at the, the path to the championship game. But we'll go through the whole thing real quick. Um, we have Fresno State, San Jose State on thanksgiving we have that going on today um or today when you're you're listening to this anyways um then on friday we have utah state new mexico we got boise state san diego state the one we we talked about being very very important we have unlv at air force it's relevant and then we have hawaii versus wyoming and then we have nevada colorado state so those are the games for this week of college football in the mountain west so Lots to look forward to, football and basketball. Um, that's all we got. Um, make sure you're getting those tickets to uh, the basketball games. We got to bring the Spectre Magic this uh, this week against St. Mary's and uh, make sure you're getting your tickets um, to all those games. Uh, go Aggies.